before before this game started, um, I, I I just thought to myself, what if we just we just gave Bayern the Super Cup, and we just avoid playing this game, because first of all, we I, 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 this is the most unpopular opinion, but I think that Bayern deserve this one because of what they achieved. Mm, they have they have they have won every single fucking trophy this year that's possible to them so i'm like yeah just just give it to them and that will be an extra risk day for the team and we will avoid looking bad we didn't look that bad in my opinion but we also didn't um we also didn't look good because to be honest Bayern mentioned um had as i said they have won everything that's possible to them this year and they haven't had time to rest at all because winning the Champions League, even if it's like the, the something that all players, like every every soccer football player in the world, dreams of that opportunity to win to lift the, the, the Champions League trophy, but they they also need some time off because it's too much to handle. You know what I mean? Uh, it's yeah. Like, no, I agree. It's it's a big accomplishment and they didn't have enough time, and that's why they lost last week to Hoffenheim in my opinion and they also weren't the Bayern that we are used to today because if they were we will be like we will be like like 6-0 or something like that we will be like bad bad we, we uh, the game wouldn't the, this is already good like this wasn't as bad as it as it could be and th- that's why I'm, I'm like yeah just just Give them the trophy and let's move on with it. Maybe um, Borussia Dortmund players need more time to rest as well. But um, I think that one of one of the like like the team was very good, but I think that the um, the strategy or uh, the game plan the game plan was wasn't as good as what the team is capable of. Especially that we all we all we um, started with five in the back again which is a big um like there's a big question mark on why are we still starting that way and the the way the way uh Bayern mentioned uh scored their goals uh it's like it, it questions that five in the back formation it's like why are we playing five in the back if we're gonna receive if we're gonna conceive concede goals like like these I don't know. Do you think that's that's the best way we can we can um, approach this season? Five in the back is that is that how Borussia Dortmund are used to playing? Are we using are we using the the the, the team to its greatest potential by doing that? I I would say no. Um, I think it's it's kind of a weird five at the back too because it's like it's not your like traditional five at the back. It's like. Because you've got your three center backs in Akanji, Hummels, and uh, Chan. But then, like, Murnier plays, like, a, a wing back, as does Paslak. Uh, Murnier mm-hmm. on the right, Paslak on the left. And um, I I don't know. It's, it's like, there are times where it feels, where, on one hand, like, a five at the back should be, like, extremely defensive. And, like, the way our, we have the three center backs and our wingbacks are playing up closer to the midfield, it plays more like a three at the back. And and I, I don't know if it's, whether it's a three or a five, 
I think the issue is there's there's like this lack of um, cohesion in the back line. Like you've got your like primary center backs, um, and I would say like Matt Hummels is the one that stands out to me. He's like the, in my opinion, and I think most people would agree like the the best defender for Dortmund. But I I don't know if I like it. I I don't like either a three or a five at the back. Like I think a three at the back um, leaves you open to a lot of counterattack. Um, and I think we saw that we actually, I think we saw that a lot against, uh, Augsburg over the weekend. Like, yep. They completely exploited our, uh, defensive weaknesses and we, we just didn't have an answer. Like I, we finished that, that match with, I want to say like 70% possession and to, to finish mm-hmm. a match with 70% possession and not be able to, to win that is in my opinion, like very disappointing. Like there's. I just, it makes you wonder what's the point of all that possession if we're not going to use no. it effectively. Like, I'd rather, I and I'd rather, I think most people would agree too, they'd, they'd rather have 30% possession and win the match. And like, yeah. I, I get that sometimes it works well for us, but against teams like Augsburg that that uh, are patient, like they, they, they went into that match knowing that they weren't going to have possession and they waited for their moments to strike and they forced some, like, very crucial turnovers at very opportune times for them and very inopportune times for Dortmund. And I think that kind of, it just, I don't know if it like, it's almost like Dortmund as a team, like, I don't know if the fans felt very surprised by it. Like, I feel like you and I, we kind of like saw a lot of that coming. The the more we went with that three slash five at the back, that weird, like, I I don't know. I, I think we've talked a lot at length about how we're not fans of it. And how it, it just, you don't see like the top clubs in Europe running with that formation. I think it works a little bit in Syria and Italy, but yeah, that's be- like it, Italy is just like not that it works, but uh, I'm sorry for inter- to interrupt you, but not that it works in Italy, but it used to work. It's like, it's like, um, you know, these old school Italian managers, like, um, I don't know, uh, Ancelotti and. And um, who else? Like uh, Pellegrini and managers like these. They, they used to employ that, like for teams like Fiorentina, Lazio, and yeah, and, it's, and it's a very like it's a it's but a it's, trademark it's Italian old, formation. Yeah, and it's also outdated because I, I, I'm not like neither yourself or 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 myself are like mm, managers or know how to manage teams or how to prepare teams or have the responsibility to do that. And uh, we, we are not like criticizing the fact that it's very stressful to do that. But in my opinion, when I watch the game, like if, if we are going to approach this with a logical, in a logical standpoint, when you play three center backs and, and give, given the fact that now fast teams play with two center backs it makes that it makes the team play faster it, it it gives it gives like the vibe that first of all you are not trusting your two main center backs because you are adding another one to support them and that's not good for the the overall morale of the team i don't know if that's if that if that makes sense but for example if if you are working for a company and you are a two t- a two um a two people division and you are and you are handling the situation very good you are doing your work and everything 
But your manager just comes up one day and he's like, oh, because we have some problems, we are going to add another person to your division to help out, to help out. Like at first, if you like imagine that you add that person and you don't see any benef benefit, like you still produce the same results or even worse. How would the team feel like th they were like two people who were producing like 100% and then you added a third person and they started producing 110% like does th does adding the third person justify like does the, the, do the ten, do the additional 10% justify adding the, the third person to the team uh, so that that's that's first of all like this is from a logical standpoint and the second point is that when you play three in the back you automatically eliminate one player in the midfield yeah and we saw that exactly and and one of Borussia Dortmund's strong points is fast game is one touch passing one touch game and they should like they play they play fast football and the problem with having 70% uh, position and not being able to score not even win a game to score one goal is due to being too slow and i think that playing five in the back or three center backs with two wing backs is is not allowing to the team to be as fast as they can, as they could so these are two points that are very important so it's it's first of all it's confidence in your main center backs because you are adding a midfielder next to them in chan and secondly it's not allowing the midfield to play as good as it it, it used to be so so that's that's my only like that's my logical analysis of the situation and i i don't know if like most people like most people think that five in the back is good for defense but if we receive if we concede goals like we did against Augsburg or today against Bayern then I don't see the point of having five in the back I, I would agree because and also too when when we have that like that five at the back or that when we're missing out on that midfielder we're basically running like on the attack we're trying to move the ball we've got like five guys who play like we've got three guys who play deep and like deep in back yep. and then we've got two guys on the wings to to like receive passes from those guys and then the rest of our team is basically like all attackers and they kind of just yep. like like mesh together they kind of just get like like squashed together at the top and it's it's really yeah. difficult to to move the ball especially through the middle of the pitch when you've got three center backs um, you're lacking a midfielder, and then you've got these two wingers, and the rest of your team is just like these two wingbacks, and you've got like the rest of your team playing up, looking for passes, and and if we're not gonna make those long balls over the top and like send our strikers who are extremely fast on runs and send our wingers in on runs, like I don't I don't see a point. Like if we're going to play possession football, there are formations that from like a tactical standpoint are just better for possession football. And they are not the formations that Lucien Favre is experimenting with right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes well, it makes sense. But as I said for before, like we we are not we do not know what's happening in in like behind the scenes, and we yeah. do not know how how Lucien Favre or his assistants come up with these strategies. Uh, but I think, but in my opinion, like as you said before, uh, and as we already discussed, like. 20,000 times before and we are like fr 
since last season uh, till today. Like, um, in my opinion, um, I don't see the I don't see the purpose of five in the back, or three, or whatever people call the this new like it's backwards. It's like old school Italian, as we said, it's old school Ita. Sorry, old school Italian football, and I don't think it's. Maybe it will work for other teams, but not for Dortmund. The way Dortmund play, the fast, fast game, fast, fast, um, fast, like um, uh, passing the ball very quickly, and also uh, um, kind of high press counter attack game is not uh, five in the back is not optimal for that. And I think that maybe if we play like four, uh, the 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 classic like two center backs and two fullbacks and then we play two defensive midfielders in front of them that i think that that will be good and we have the the depth for that for that type of formation uh but kind of like the formation that bayern was using today to be honest (laughs) uh i think bayern will play in five in the back as well which is hilarious to be honest (laughs) they were they were doing the same as us but they changed they changed uh for um, during the first half, they changed slightly. They were playing, well, they were playing in a very. Um, it was actually very complicated, but I think they were playing five in the back. I'm not sure how they started the game, but I think they, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, um, I can check that very quick, but I think they were playing five as well, but. Um, needless to say, like we have, we if we like, because they also Bayern also lost uh, their game to Hoffenheim, and it was our opportunity to to um, get three points ahead. Yeah, but we just we just blew that with Augsburg, who are first right now alongside other teams. But yeah, I think that so yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, they played four. You, you are right. Well, they played four, but it looked like five because there was Kimmich as well, but he played in the midfield. Kimmich uh, is a weird played, player because uh, he kind of just plays a bunch of positions at once. <laughs> yeah, he he's uh, he's very talented. Like yeah, uh, like it, it, he's it, a very it, good player. His position isn't like a traditional position the way he plays it, but like he's good at the way he plays it. So. I, I mean, I don't blame Bayern for using him the way that they do because he, he can cover so much ground and he's he's an effective defender, but he's also like a scoring threat as we saw today. He just, yep he's very, he's a utility player. He can kind of just roam around the entire pitch and play and do like what is needed in the moment. Like he's a very flexible player who adapts to the game around him. Yeah, and we, we have a couple of players in Dortmund who are, like that as well like it makes me think of um rafael guerrero that's who i was gonna mention yep yeah well who can also play uh several positions and before him uh kevin grosskreutz if you remember he could like play everywhere that player could like (laughs) he also played goalkeeper in one game because um one of our goalkeepers got a red card and he he finished the game playing goalkeeper Kevin Gorskoy, which is uh, which, we of course every um, Borussia Dortmund fan knows who we're talking about, 
very talented player and who can like yeah you can like play everywhere but yeah so yes um i think f in my opinion yeah um, i mean if if next game we i think we play in Wolfsburg next and if we if i see like five in the back oh no it's freiburg on saturday so we play in freiburg on saturday and i don't want to see like to be honest i don't want to see five in the back because that would be like very that would be very funny like as i as i as i told you earlier like it, it it's it looks like lucian Favre is just trolling us <laughs> yeah like it, it must he must be listening to the podcast and he's just gonna keep doing it until it works and when it does he's gonna be like see i told you guys and i guess we might look stupid by then but i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe maybe yeah, we might look stupid, but it will be also, like, too late. To, yeah, it'll be, like, 10 losses yeah, or 10, 10 losses and draws before it works. And then, yep. or it'll work against a really bad team, and he'll be like, see, it works. And we'll be like, okay, like, like I well, think you could run well, any formation. <laughs> to be to be honest, like, to the argument that it works, I, I have nothing against that. Like, it, it works, like, in general. Yeah. That formation works, but does it work for a team like Borussia Dortmund, who is competing on 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 a high on the highest level, and with the, with the young players we have, and with our um, with our emphasis on being an attacking-minded team, does it work for us? No, it doesn't. It it might work, as you said, for like with smaller teams, but it would not work with uh, like with. Like it would not work to get any uh, trophies. You know what I mean? It's it's not yeah. something that we can rely on. It's also not uh, with with the depth we have right now. It's not um, we we can't uh, we can't expect to have any consistency out of it because we do not have enough center backs to fill in the roles if a, a center back like has or is injured or something because we have players who are injury prone prone down there we yeah. have also players who lack consistency and how how can we replace three players in the back like if like let's imagine if the team gets used to that formation and it's not a bad thing if the team gets used to that formation and all of a sudden uh, one of the three players is injured and we do not have any other player to replace him we will pull like something like Delaney or Vitzel, and we will pull another, an extra player out of the midfield. Yeah, we'll help. lose another midfielder, and it's like our mid. We have so many talented midfielders. Like there's, like we have attacking midfielders and defensive midfielders, but like, there, it'd be a waste to not use those players in the midfield as often as possible. And right now, I think we're we're like we're leaving talent on the bench, and we're not like. We're not giving our best players the right the right opportunities to do what they're capable of, and I think that's yeah. what what bothers me about this formation that we continue to see from Lucien Favre. And like, like you said, we don't know what's going on in the training grounds. Like, maybe maybe we don't know how to defend it, and so maybe when a team runs it against us, we're gonna look silly. But like, I just I think we have so much attacking talent and so much talent in the midfield and so much depth in the midfield and depth on the attacking side of the ball, except for, you know, at the striker position, like, and even, it's not that we don't have depth at the striker position. We just don't have like a, a, a true, um, like you say, number nine, but, but like we, 
I just think it'd be more worthwhile to let our best players do what, what they're best at. And a lot of that revolves on, like you touched on earlier, like one touch passing, quick runs and quick ball movement. Like you can maintain possession, but you don't have to be like slow with your possession. You can have possession and move the ball quickly when you do it. Like if you, it's okay to be patient when you need to, but like, I don't think there's like, if teams aren't going to challenge us, I don't see why we shouldn't try to move the ball quickly and try to like open things up on and get in behind like their back lines and stuff. Like we have so much speed and so much skill that, that we're that to not get the ball to those players like like Jaden Sancho like Erling Holland like Julian Brandt like Marco Royce I mean the list is just endless Thorgan Hazard like to not get those players the ball in the attacking third or to not be able to do it quickly is just it, it it's I struggle with that yeah at this point it looks like we're just pulling off high high profile players from the market just so our our rivals don't get get like don't get their hands on them because we we also have like five substitutions in the Bundesliga this season so in my opinion if we are this is this is the season where we are going to make a statement and make our main or key players stay in Dortmund because if we don't get any um, any silverware this season it's going to be like all over again it's going to be like start from scratch um, getting like selling your high profile players and hopefully get replacing them in two or three years and in between you have you're gonna have struggles and we, we're gonna ha- we're gonna be competing for the second spot in the Bundesliga and some play time in the Champions League and and as you said you have named some of the players with you still didn't name Rinier and uh, Billingham yeah and other other players who are going to join and and Reina as well and other players who are going to join like Mukoko in November who's going to be eligible to play in the Bundesliga so if if you think about it we have so much talent in the midfield and for the forward positions but we are still trying to play a position game and we are still trying to and I, I I've seen I've seen something during this Bayern game. I've seen almost in like some ex, some facial expressions from Russian Favre, who is blaming the players. And I don't think the players have any 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 say in this. Like I, 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 in my opinion, I I think that the players are doing their best to produce the best quality football with with what they are told to do. And I think that it's it's the problem comes from what they are asked to do. Yeah, so, like Lucien Favre is handing them forks and knives and asking them to eat a bowl of soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, without touching the bowl. Like <laughs> that's that's what the, he's asking them to do. Like I I'm I'm it's frustrating. Like it's very frustrating, but I hopefully like hopefully we're gonna learn the lesson. Five in the back is not a good strategy. Please, next time. Like Hummels and Akanji play them, and then rotate with Pichek. Hopefully, when Zagadou is gonna be fair again, maybe find a young defender or something like that. But like let let Chan be be Chan. Like Chan plays um, a very good 
mm, very good role in the midfield. Yeah, he, I Pizzell, think he's so much more useful in the midfield. Yeah, he's a good midfielder. Um, Vitzel can be uh, very good in the midfield if he's allowed to be, to 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 be. And we we have so much talent, and to see these, to see one of our most talented players benched because we need five in the back, is just how it's it's almost like you know it it it, it breaks my heart <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> to yeah. see that we have so much talent and one one good player is benched is not playing because we need five in the back for what do we need five in the back i have no idea i i fucking i can i cannot like i'm trying to think of some like, we had instances this uh, during this game in which like you also you will also have an extra player who's looking at the others like who's gonna cover now you know what i mean so when there's like a, a counterattack or just a, a loose ball somewhere in the field and the three play and the two center backs look at each other and they ask each other who's gonna take care of this you know you know that that moment so now we have an extra player to look to look to so they're like having eye contact with each other and just trying to figure it out and sometimes it's too late and the other team scores. Yeah, and I think that that happened so many times uh, before, and it's it, it might happen again. So yeah, I mean, I I think I think for me that's all. That's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to mm-hmm. vent regarding that that uh, five in the back strategy. Uh, other than that, we played very good game. Yeah, and... I mean, like we we gave ourselves a chance at the end. Like, we really did. Like, at the end of the day, uh, somehow our attackers managed to, like, come through and, like, our midfielders and our attackers worked together and got something going. And we were down, because we were down 2-0, and we came back and made it 2-2. But then the last goal that we conceded, like, I don't know, like, what's the point of having three center backs if that's the goal you're going to lose on anyway? Like it makes total sense when you just say that. Like there, there was like it was like because if you if you noticed the 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 goals we scored were because we pressed so high and we we forced Bayern München to make mistakes in their own half. Yeah, and then we played one two passes and we scored, and that should tell you that we should not we should more we should play more quick passing. And one touch football more than play position. So that's so that's when it comes to attacking in the, in the attacking side. In the in the defending side, I see that as you said, we we conceded goals that 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 were defensive mistakes. And if you are playing five in the back, you, you shouldn't expect to have that these these mistakes. Like we should expect to concede these types of goals. So. If there is a strategy you are employing that's not working, and another one that you are not employing that is working somehow because players try it in the field, then in my opinion, you should question your strategy and start looking at the other alternative. And and in my opinion, the strategy that that is five in the back is not working, so it should be changed. And then the thing that the players do, the creativity in the midfield to play one one pass two passes and then have the the uh, the attacking players 
on one-on-one -on -one occasions with the, with the goalkeeper is, is what we should focus on. We should focus on that and we also should focus on pressing, on high press football. And that, that, that's the trademark of Borussia Dortmund. That's like, I, I think that since Jurgen Klopp has, has left, Borussia Dortmund were or always looking for that coach who would keep um, the same philosophy. And maybe we had that in Thomas Tuchel, or maybe in uh, I don't know the like I I don't remember the other coaches' names because they, they didn't really last with us. But I think that we were always looking for coaches who could play the same the same um, the same type of game, and we couldn't. I don't think we found. We quite found the same, like we say that twenty thousand times. Like uh, Borussia Dortmund is the young team who plays attractive football and who who relies on these young on that young talent to play fast football and press high and always be fit to do so. So um, this this um, strategy, the current strategy, is not is not very. Um, very uh, rewarding for the team and it's not very rewarding for the fans as well yeah i mean other than that like we still have plenty of opportunity in the bundesliga to turn turn things around like like i think that we were able to finish within one of Bayern, and the way we lost like like that game could have gone that match could have really gone either way i think we just yep. gotta kind of dig a little deeper try a few different things like like i just like watching our like watching the team it feels like we don't always play like freely or we don't play like loosely we play very like uptight and like tense like i don't nobody ever seems like relaxed and when we do look like we're relaxed we score goals very easily and i think yeah that's what we saw today and i think even even the best teams in football like they they'll tense up at moments but like bayern like Bayern never looks like they're scared. Like they always look confident. Like Dortmund looks looks a little nervous. And I think I don't know if that's because things aren't going well on the training grounds. Things are just like the players don't believe in the tactics or if like they they feel like there's pressure to perform a certain way or they're going to lose their position. Like I I don't know what that stems from, but they just look very like they look like a deer in headlights. I don't know if that's like a saying in other countries, but like here in the States, that's something we say when people like they just freeze up and they, they make really dumb mistakes that they shouldn't be making. And it's like, they're, they make the mistakes because they're afraid that they're going to make the mistakes. Not because they like, like they look like they're actively doing, they're actively trying not to make a mistake, but they're actively thinking about the mistakes that they're going to make before they make them. If that makes yeah, sense. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, what, to sum it up, uh, they are playing uh, not to win, but not to lose. Yeah, they're playing not so to they lose. Are, they That's avoiding, a good way to put it. Yes. They are, yeah, they are playing not to lose and instead of playing to win. And that's, yeah, as you say, like, in the headlights, it, it also explains what's happening. And yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think that Bayern is a championship team and they are very aware of that. Yes, they are going through some like tough times, although they have, as, as I said uh, at first, they have really 
won every possible trophy for possible for them this year but uh, but they are still the championship team uh, and Borussia Dortmund lack that um, mindset and they yeah and as you said yes we are too we, we are uh, we are still early on for like for, for this for uh, for this this season but um we cannot keep saying that because it goes by very fast and um, and other teams are not gonna stand there waiting for us to uh, to catch up yeah so yeah that's that's it for me like um i don't think we i think we have i think we have touched on everything that that happened in the last two games and next game against freiburg hopefully we're gonna be more we're gonna be more um, efficient in how we use our team and hopefully we'll see more of the good things we saw today and less of the unnecessary um, precautions that we we that didn't uh, give any results yeah that's in my opinion that's that's all for me yeah hopefully we can come back after this upcoming weekend and have some more uplifting things to talk about like that's i'll still stay optimistic and positive it just it's a bummer to see what happens so I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll end my share on a positive note. I think I think we'll perform well this weekend. I think we're gonna, I think we'll finish with a clean sheet, perhaps. I'm gonna be bold and say we're Hopefully. gonna beat Freiburg three yeah. 0 but we're gonna we'll play. See. Yeah, and we and we're also gonna play uh, at home. So um, I think we should win. We should have we should win strong. And also another uplifting thing is that we still have Jaden Sancho so yes we do we should be grateful yeah so yep yeah well um as I said that's all for me and I guess it's same for you uh, Ryan except if you need to add anything else nope I think I'm good let's let's see what we do Saturday hopefully well hopefully we have good news and we're gonna have more more um, positive uh, podcasts for the next one and until then uh, thank you so much for listening and uh, enjoy your lives